This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Considering the injuries, considering the press conference and Anthony Weaver's background, Merrick, if you had to shake that crystal ball, and I mean, we're going to talk about this for months upon months at a time, but um, what would you think is going to be the superpower if there is even one of this Miami Dolphins defense entering next season? I think, and, and I was thinking about this a little bit earlier today, and I think that they are going to use the superpower of shape-shifting. Okay. Ooh, okay. I think they are going to be able to game plan each and every week. So the defense will not be predictable. You're not going to be able to, to scheme. Okay. Well, we'll just put our, our third receiver or our tight end over here. Cause that's where Jalen Ramsey is going to stay all game. He'll be able to follow you know, these stud wide receivers. I think they'll be able to use Javon Holland in, in multiple ways, like you were talking about earlier, Jake. And I think they're going to be multiple. I think Anthony Weaver kind of tipped his hand a little bit at that uh, in the introductory press conference where he talked about wanting to be able to adapt to the opponent each and every week. And I, it didn't feel like Vic Fangio was doing that. It felt like Vic Fangio was saying almost like he, he was, he was buying his own bull crap you know what i'm saying you know I wrote it, the book. it don't stink you know what i mean like hey i know what i'm doing here i've been doing this since i believe 1986 was yep. uh vic fangio's first year in the nfl also the year of my birth <laughs> um so that's a long time folks that's a long time and vic fangio was a big believer in his own system and he said again my way or the highway we're doing it my way and 
again, these opposing offensive coordinators had it figured out by the end of the year, and and you saw them put up some good numbers against this Dolphins defense. And it didn't feel like they should have been able to do that with all of the stars on the team, even after the injuries. So I think 2024 Dolphins defense, their superpower is shape-shifting. They're going to be able to, to take whatever form they need to to be successful in any given week against any given opponent. Damn, that's amazing. I, I actually want Jake to – Jake, can, do you have one in mind or do you want to follow that up? Because I didn't know you were doing I did not have a little super, literal superpower. No, Merrick oh, pulled that out of I, I could spit it. That was, that was amazing, though. I do, I do agree with you, though, Merrick. So um, I, I guess I'll jump into mine unless you want to give your thoughts on that. I'm, I'm sorry if my voice is cracking. I'm yelling at these kids. I'm getting ready to <laughs> – I think shape-shifting is great because the, the biggest gripe I have with this Dolphins defense and the especially the secondary because they got to the quarterback, right? Uh, they got sacks, and we saw late in the season when someone like Jalen Phillips went down. They started to blitz more. I think they finished like 10th in blitz rate, but that number would be much lower if you were to kind of stop that, you know, four, five, six weeks left in the season where you really saw those trends develop. It kills me that we can sit here and say, um, you know, Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, they combined for like four interceptions on the year. Ramsey had three of the four. And then, you know, you can say, I don't think that's acceptable. I think these guys should be involved and be more uh, engaged in making turnovers. And then you can have people come out and say, well, when you have Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey, opposing defenses are just not going to target them. So you're telling me that if you're going to invest all this draft capital, all this salary cap space um, into two players who can be absolute stars, absolute game changers, you can let, uh, for the sake of better words, Jimmy Wilson beat you? Just like, oh, man, like like at, there's a certain line where you can't have these premier players at every single position. So thinking about that shape-shifting ability just gets you really jazzed up at the idea of, hey, that fits into what the Miami Dolphins want to do. They need to have a superpower. Jalen Ramsey, if you're paying him this much, he can't be targeted 10% of the time when he's on the field. Opposing quarterbacks completed 19 of 36 attempts when targeting him. He played in 10 games and was targeted just 36 times. If I'm paying Jalen Ramsey a boatload of money, it's so he can be involved with the play. I think, Merrick, when we spoke uh, before the season, we were engaged, uh, or we were excited to see him engaged on the second level, maybe as a linebacker, stop and run. We didn't see any of that. And when you're paying these guys this much money, and it's weird to say as, like I said, Emmanuel Agba was a top five highest paid player on this team but when you're paying the guys that much it's unacceptable to not have them be a major part of your entire scheme absolutely and and Jalen Ramsey wanted to be he wanted to be the guy on that defense and he knew that under Vic Fangio he was not allowed to do that you know uh and it feels like Anthony Weaver judging from this introductory press conference and the way that he just glowingly spoke about Jalen Ramsey and his abilities on a football field, it really feels like in 2024, this Dolphins defense is Jalen Ramsey's defense. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the, the straw that stirs the drink for the Miami Dolphins on defense. And quite honestly, he should be. Jalen Ramsey has been one of, if not the best cornerbacks in the NFL since he came into the league. And now he's a Miami Dolphin. Let's, let's, let's get some good use out of him while he's here, right? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I think that's what's so frustrating. We're talking about some of these players that were making the big salary that wanted to be uh, more involved. You were paying Vic Fangio, what, the highest paid defense coordinator. You want to be able to just throw these star players at him and have him be able to make it work. I mean, again, I think we're nitpicking because he did. You know, I think we all had the top 10 expectations heading into the year, and I think he may have hit on that if we're schematically breaking it down. But um, you just want to see more in key situations, whether it was coming out of the locker room and, you know, making an adjustment at half. Um, I did think of a superhero um, power, superpower. So can I can I go, Jake? Is it cool? Um, it's not going to be nearly as awesome as Merrick's with his multitude, but I'm going to go faster than the speed of light, right? I mean, we're sitting here, we're talking about um, the timely blitzes that they're going to do. We want to see the coverages maybe disguised differently, pursuit. I mean, let's be honest, there were times last year where tackling was an issue. And then I'm going to go take it one step further and talk about some of the players that might have that speed that I'm talking talking about ethan bonner right 4.39 we're going to need a cornerback they're going to need him yeah you're right they're going to need an ethan bonner there it is white lightning right there's one of them a guy i love uh i'll save him for last cam smith 4.43 again a guy they utilize a draft pick on maybe this isn't that blazing speed like ethan bonner but again a guy that you need to step up want to see develop more and then lastly you guys know i have to throw channing tindo out there right (laughs) 4.47 we need someone to step up at linebacker um, so I'm going to go with speed. I want to see him utilize some of that speed on the defensive side. And um, yeah, I had to write down those three guys. So that was a quick audible. Hopefully you guys like that. But uh, Merrick with the multitude now with the speed, I think um, we're really getting onto something here with this Dolphins defense. I think the key here is that the defense in general has to do this, right? Be able to kind of adjust with a quick audible. I think that's one thing Weaver made very clear in his press conferences. We're going to need to adjust. Like we're going to need to be in a situation where no matter what injuries we have, no matter what opponent we're facing, we're going to have to be able to adjust on the fly. And I think it does start with the secondary leaning on Javon Holland and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I was so excited to see what, uh, you know, Vic Vangio can do with Javon Holland, especially after Justin Houston or um, wow. Uh, God, Justin Simmons, sorry. I couldn't even think of his name, the safety in Denver. Uh, that is where I think the success is really going to start from. But um, before we wrap up here, do you guys, can you think of any of those um, first, second, third year guys you mentioned, Channing Tindall, that might step up and be a playmaker early on, especially when you consider the Jalen Phillips injury, the uh, Bradley Chubb injury? I mean, you don't know where Jerome Baker is going to be at. I mean, I think he even. Uh, had surgery shortly after the season ended. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I mean, there, there's a lot of things that the Dolphins are going to have to lean on early in the year that uh, that aren't going to be uh, normal, I should say. I really liked uh, when Josh brought up the the two young corners there, Ethan Bonner, who just kind of came out of nowhere, right? I believe he was an undrafted player that signed with the Dolphins. Um, and you heard about his speed. Tyreek Hill was talking about his speed during OTAs. So I mean, like we were warned by the cheetah that that Ethan Bonner was was uh, on the rise here. And Ethan Bonner got playing time over Cam Smith at the end of the year. And a lot of people saw that as an indictment on Cam Smith. I'm gonna sit here and say that's an indictment on Vic Fangio. Cam Smith was your first draft pick. He was drafted in the second round. Um, by all accounts, looked great in uh preseason and and otas had a little bit of an injury there towards the end of that and you know tweaked the knee a little bit and you just kept every time vic fangio was asked about cam smith he's just oh well he needs to work on his fundamentals 
All right, bro. Well, can you get give us a little bit more than that? Can we go into depth here? Because at some point, these rookies have to play. Eric Ezukama, you know, I know he's on the offensive side of the football. He's barely played, and he's had injuries too. Channing Tindall, Josh mentioned him. He's barely played. Cam Smith barely played as a rookie. Like, if you're going to build a team that is good and can sustain success over a number of years, your young players have to develop. And the only way they can develop is to play in football games. So I think Cam Smith is going to end up being a, a darn good corner for this team this year. And I think it's going to have to happen pretty quickly because the Dolphins don't have money to spend on a, on a whole bunch of different cornerbacks that are going to come in. You're, you're probably going to get rid of Xavier Howard, which means you're going to need a starting cornerback opposite Jalen Ramsey. And for my, for my money and probably for the Dolphins money as well, I think that's going to be Cam Smith. And I think the Dolphins are actually going to be okay for that. He's a young guy with, with a, a unique personality. He's got the dreads. I believe he, he was rocking the grill on, on uh draft night there. You could see why somebody like that maybe didn't mesh very well with the the 107 year old Vic Fangio. You know what I mean? Like, so I think you get a guy, a younger guy like Anthony Weaver in there, uh, with the reputation of a player's coach. He's going to want to maximize Cam Smith's skill set because that's what the Dolphins are going to need if they're going to be successful. And I think Cam Smith is going to end up having a pretty pretty solid season his second year in the NFL. But you might as well call it that his rookie year part two with as little as he played last season. I'm thinking between that double mover, I think he got absolutely torched, right? Wasn't it early on? And then uh, in the preseason, had right? That, he had, yeah, it was whatever. He had, and then I'm sure Vic Fangio had to see that video of him just saying, what, just drop your nuts or something like that. So yeah, he's <laughs> probably rubbed a little bit the, the wrong way. You did say two or three years, right, Jake? That was, have been, players have been around. One or, okay. So first I was going to say Zeke Vandenberg, because I know we were high. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of liked him as an acorn under the radar player, but. Who was um, he? I mean, Jake, what position does he play? He, he was the, uh, he was the outside line. He was like an edge, but he was also, I think he could play in the middle of the defense. Right. But he, he probably wouldn't be on the roster. Zeke, what can't someone named Zeke do? He's, he's made yeah. to be a linebacker. Yeah, and Vandenberg, I mean, he just sounds like he could beat you up. But what about Cater Kohu, right? I'm going to blame Vic Fangio for that bad season he had in his sophomore slump. So um, I can see him bouncing back again with this defense and um, hopefully find that home at nickel. Um, again, you just really need to find someone that can play opposite of Xavier Howard. And as Merrick said, you hope it's Cam Smith because – you utilize that draft pick in him. You hope to have something there because you can't keep missing on these guys. I mean, we had so many few draft picks over the years, and let's be honest, they haven't hit on some of these guys since they made these trades for these big superstars. Players.